counselor before you your last dude even gets off the court clerk's desk. I'll have them stinking bodies in garbage bags and ship them back to Japan for fertilizer. Got it? Got it. <laughs> the performance piece for the evening. Samurai Cop. <laughs> <laughs> you watched Friday night. Um, my, uh, I, I was a little bit hazy by the time we were on Samurai Cop. Uh, you should be hazy when you watch Samurai Cop. There's oh, no other way to watch. You should never watch that movie sober. Oh, I mean, well, I do, but I'm. Weird. I had all I had all my bases covered that night. Moving right along, though, joining us in the bottom right hand corner squared, ladies and gentlemen, the comic connoisseur, Link Elect Seven. Hello, and I just want to say. Friend Allen to Pete's V and Fuso. If you watch the Social Justice Warrior, you'll get that joke. <laughs> I kind of beat bopped out through part of it, man. Fine. We're... Larson's glitter feet stink. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and joining us for the first time on the program, he is from Loitering in Wonderland Studios. Ladies and gentlemen, stand-up comedian Phoenix West. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I have nothing to say. No ominous quotes from random movies. Just high. Oh, God damn it. That's all right. <laughs> I was That's looking something right. up, but I didn't have enough time. I was trying to get the Gremlins <laughs> Christmas quote about how our dad died in the chimney, and I couldn't get up in time. <laughs> I was really struggling. I'm glad you went with Alex first, but I still didn't have enough time. <laughs> well, that's all right. That's all right. Hey, you know, first impressions are how We've already worked together, so it's no big deal. Don't worry about it. I don't think there's anybody in the chat yet anyway, so uh, just fast forward a little bit, folks. It's all right. It's all good. You're good here. So... Uh, we have the uh, box office break. Oh, shit, never mind. There is no box office breakdown. Um, There's no box let's office. Let's see how much, how, much the streaming services, how much the streaming services are making right now, all the money. Uh, they're making all the money. And for well, those, not birds of prey. Yeah, okay, can, can we talk about this for just a minute? Because, okay, so it's number one on iTunes right now, all right? But let's let's remember that it went down in, what, like the course of a week from 1999 to being 5.99. And now it's number one. So it's it's basically in like the, the bins at Walmart. <laughs> you just you're walking by and you've already got price five ninety nine. On iTunes, yeah. It's like four ninety nine or five ninety nine right now. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, for rental, for real? Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's why it's number one on iTunes because they're fucking. Beep boop beep. Yeah. I, I think the Birds of Prey comic is uh, is worth more than the movie, honestly. Miley only has, hasn't seen that TV movie. show was worth more. <laughs> What's that, Phoenix? I didn't bother watching I the movie. Five ninety nine. Maybe I'll finally check it out. <laughs> you have, you haven't seen it yet? No, I didn't bother. I watched. Uh, now there's a shitload. Like basically, the whole movie's been uploaded in segments. So I've I've watched pretty much the whole thing, and it's I it's still just I'm like oh my god like the fight scenes they had uh, the guy from John Wick come in and do like a couple of the fight scenes I believe it was and they still look like trash because I don't buy Margot Robbie fighting anybody or anything. Better or worse than uh Charlie's Angels. Oh fuck man, that's tough. That's like asking <laughs> me would I rather be fucking shot or stabbed. I mean it's uh it, it's all it's like picking your poison. Um God, I would have to go with I, I'd rather just be run over by a semi than pick. <laughs> I mean, like really, they're both like Charlie's Angels is garbage because Kristen Stewart is like ten pounds. That Ella Bolinska girl's like five nine and like she's like my micro. This is like her right here. This is like as big as her, like this cord. I mean, she's a fucking toothpick, right? And I, I just don't buy it. And then Naomi Scott is the only one who's kind of athletic. She was the one that was in the uh, Power Rangers too. 
Uh, she played like the third girl who was like kind of the one they had to save. Uh, I buy her in an action role because she does have some training and shit like that. And she has kind of a decent little athletic build to her. But the the girls in the Birds of Prey, I mean, like, yeah, they're pretty. I mean, except for the little Asian girl. I, I buy Lucinda Dickey in uh, Ninja 3, The Domination, before I buy Marco Roby. Yeah, I'm like thinking Cynthia Rothrock, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Maybe, what's her name? Mimi Lesios or whatever. You know, but no, I mean, even Rachel McClish from, like, Iron Eagle uh, was at 3. You know, where she's choking dudes out with her legs there. Uh, you know, kind of like a Xenia on the top before Xenia on the top. But no, man, none of these, none of these women. But like, what's her name? Juicy Smollett's sister, their uh, journey or whatever her name is. Like, really? Like, I, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. You're beautiful, but I don't buy it. I you picture know? you getting hit by a semi and your life flashes before your eyes, but all it is is you watching Charlie's Angels and Birds of Prey. That's the only <laughs> part you get. <laughs> You're just fucked either way. <laughs> That's the last thing in my head I see is Kristen Stewart. Like, with that fucking, when she takes the wig off, she's got the Justin Bieber haircut. No! <laughs> You're trying to walk out in front of the semi? into the volcano. Then the last thing I see would be fucking, uh, what's her name? The, uh, the the chick from Cats, Rebel Wilson, as a fucking CG cat. Just, ah, take me down. Before they remove the butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag release the butthole. Don't cut. bring up Rebel Wilson's butt. No, not Rebel Wilson. No, oh. no. Keep Hell. the butthole cut. I don't get her appeal. How is she famous? Because she has an accent, and she's like, she's yeah. basically like the female Kevin James. I was telling my girlfriend the other day. I was going to say, we're, Aust- we're watching I was say a, Australian Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. Yeah, we were watching one of those, like, singing movies, whatever those are called. And Oh, uh, um, Pitch Perfect. Yeah, or and I was like, if she didn't have that accent, she would be, you would never no. see her. No. So if you're a chunky lady, go ahead, and you think you're funny, go ahead and just throw an accent on there. Apparently it works. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's like you need. Maybe I'll start doing that. Yeah. Start using random accents. It slips I mean, to different ones throughout the whole show. I can just, yeah, I just talk like this for a little while. Do a review as Cleveland. I mean, hell, indeed, Colbert. And then you would go so that's good. I was in the fucking Rocky. I just buried the guy in tunnels under my house. What do you want? Making the robot is dead. Do the sly. I mean, <laughs> you just you just going in out of him, man. Fuck it. Her and James, oh, was it James Corden? Yeah, oh, James Corden just, oh. They were suddenly very famous one day, and I'm like, where the fuck did these people come from? They just yeah. popped up from some different country and were super famous, and I'm like, I, I didn't sign off on this. Those are the questions that keep me up at night, uh, Phoenix, when the power's out. <laughs> the James Corden. Yeah. Well, what else like it's down to the mistaken assumption that you have to be talented to be famous now. Yeah. Quick yeah, question. Yeah, prove that is... Nope, True. all you need is a YouTube channel in about three weeks. Did we skip box office because there is no box office right now? Yeah. Okay, that's kind of what I thought. Yeah. There, there you go, Admiral Tiberius. I guess we're going to talk got, about Netflix. I put, the, I put the Satan sex cult lighting on just for you, buddy. Here, let me turn this off. There, wait. There we go. Now it's just the red lighting behind Light. me. That's your Batwoman theme. I've been sending up the fucking bat signal trying to get Ruby Rose to show up, goddammit. Ruby Rose is locked in the closet off screen. <laughs> you, know, you start wearing a red wig when you do your Batwoman reviews. I'm just saying your 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 thumbs up will probably go a little higher. Just fucking come out with a fucking yeah. Where'd you get that cowl at? Don't worry about it. Where'd you get the bat suit at? Don't worry about it. Motherfucker, is that Ruby Rose back there with your action figure? She's about the same size. I'll send you over an Asian actress that can't act. If that helps, I'll take it. Okay, she's on, <laughs> she's in a box on her way. 
Several boxes. It's going to be a while. It's got a wish sticker on the front <laughs> Look, of it. <laughs> Her torso got lost in Ohio. If you have a chance at Ruby Rose. I need to, I, I'll take her or Rachel Scarston. So before we get too deep into my fetishes here, which is, we're, no, like I said, we'll, we're no kink shaming, right? Um, we will, uh, we're going to talk about horror movies. Why not, right? Why not talk about horror movies? I'm good with that. Seems to be, uh, you know, and not uh, not necessarily uh, apocalypse, apocalypse, zombie apocalypse horror movies. We don't need we don't need all that, right? So we can do a screen share here. I'll pop this up. Let me turn my camera up. Which I have a target. There we go. All right, let's go here. Speaking of, uh, where's she at? There she is. Here, well, well, just for all intents and purposes, I'll put my girl up there. There we go. All right, so we're gonna go over to bloodydisgusting.com and take a look at the top 10 horror movies, best horror movies of the 70s, okay? Now, we go, we're going to break down the 70s and 80s tonight, go through this list right here, and uh, I'm not going to read the article, but we'll just kind of pop into these here. Uh, 1971, A Bay of Blood. Have, uh, have you guys seen this? No. Okay, this is, yeah, this was... Uh, like, when I saw the picture at first, I, I, it looked like almost like Friday the 13th. I mean, obviously, it wasn't in the cabin setting, but I was like, oh. So, no, I have never, uh, also known as Twitch of Death, Twitch of the Death Nerve, among many alternate titles. I always find that fascinating, how these movies will have, like, you know, like three or four working titles they use. Yeah, the, it, it is eerily mm-hmm. similar to the Friday the 13th death. Yeah. She, she fucked that, that was, dude. Uh, what's his name? Kevin Bacon's death scene. Was it Kevin Bacon? No, oh, Kevin yeah. Bacon died outside, oh, I thought. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he died in the cabin. He got a, he got double double impaled in the bed in the cabin. Oh, I forgot he was in that. I thought he died yeah. outside. No, no, no. Kevin it's been a while. Him and the him and the one girl snuck off to the, the cabin. Well, keep that movie in mind because we'll come across that. Yep, I'm, I'm sure he didn't die. Oh. He just took a small job as a handyman out in Perfection, Arizona. Yeah, he didn't he didn't show his dick in that movie, so I don't care about it. <laughs> he wasn't a pedophile. <laughs> Number two, Last House on the Left. The Wes Craven movie. This was, I, I really, really like this one. Did you see the remake? Um, I liked it. I, I liked, yes, I did. I liked the original better. Yeah. It's cr- like cringy. The the remake? No, this one. It's it's just like yeah. dirty. Like the early yeah. 70s horror was so gross looking. It, it was very like grainy. Yeah. Yep. It really, yeah. It had that just touch of realism. So talk about a stunning debut by now household name, Wes Craven. Inspired by The Virgin Springs, the quiet director shocked even producer Sean S. Cunningham, Friday the 13th, with the level of realistic violence Craven captured on camera. Perhaps that's because he had it injected with much more sex and graphic violence than made the final cut, as Craven and Cunningham ultimately decided to soften it down a bit to make it just a tad more commercial. If you guessed by now, this seminal shocker launched the careers of Craven and Cunningham, who went on to be extremely important to the horror in the 80s. It's also a film that took a while to catch on with critics who widely hated it upon release, except for the unusually hard-to-please Roger Ebert. <laughs> I just remember a lot of the two girls being chained to the wall. Yeah. And it's back when you can just make a horror movie with almost no story, really. There's really not a whole lot going on in that movie. No. No, it's just torture. Yeah, that's all it is. Like, uh, I Spit in Your Grave has minimal plot, but it has way more plot than this movie. Oh, God. I was that, I was going to bring that up because there's such a parallel between those two. And it's not on this list. Oh, no. yeah. <clears throat> no, because it, I didn't know at first, because I saw the the new the remake of I Spit on Your Grave 
before I ever knew there was an older version of oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah, I did. I did. I you did know there's not. four new ones? They just released number four. I, I was not aware of that. Yeah. Four now, right? The remakes? Yeah. The yeah. Four, four remakes, essentially. Mm-hmm. But they're all, you know, one, two, yeah. three, four. It just came out. It's fucking terrible. They're all the exact same movie. Oh, no, thank you. Yeah. It's one of those things, like, what is it, like, bring it on? We're like, yeah. It... <laughs> step up. You step up. Step up to the streets. Oh, stomp the yard, mama. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so we got Exorcist, 1973. This one is, I, I, I love this movie. That is, yeah. That's based on William Peter Blatty's 1971 novel. The author had a surprising amount of input for the film adaptation. Notable directors like Stanley Kubrick rejected the Warner Brothers' offers to helm the adaptation. It was Blatty who insisted on William Friedkin for his gritty documentary-style work. It's that precise style and Friedkin's manipulative handling of the actors that made The Exorcist so scary. The shocking imagery terrified audiences, some to the point of passing out, and was the first film to scare up 230000 at the box office. It's also one of the few horror films that are widely embraced by even non-horror fans also, impressing the Academy enough to nominate it. The film for 10 Academy Awards, initially released in theaters on December 26, 1973. This is one holiday gift audiences didn't see coming. I didn't realize yeah. it was a Christmas movie, essentially. Yeah, that, that's a great Christmas movie right there. That's right up there with, uh, you know, Christmas Story and Red Dawn. I mean, <laughs> I have a couple thoughts on this movie, if you don't mind. Well, but Black oh, Christmas. go ahead, go ahead. Um, first is I saw it when they re-released it, uh, like a special screening four or five years ago, and people mm-hmm. were laughing at it. Like, everyone's yeah. laughing the entire way through. I'm like, I didn't realize this was a comedy. People did not take it seriously. They must have taken that quote from Beetlejuice a little too literally. <laughs> I've seen The Exorcist 137 times, and it keeps getting funnier every time I see it. <laughs> it was weird. Everyone, the whole way through, especially that scene where, because it was the extended cut, so it was she was like doing that crawl down the stairs, which wasn't yeah. in the original version. And then, literally two days ago, I didn't realize we were going to be talking about this movie. I, I watched Exorcist 2 and 3 right in a row. And, because I haven't seen them since I was a kid. Uh-huh. And 2 is fucking terrible. It yeah. is awful. There's nothing good in that movie. Yeah. And then 3, I, I love that movie. I didn't realize how much I loved it. It is an amazing yes. movie. I, I like it better than the first one. For it. I actually prefer that one. I like 3 better three than the, the first one. Scott, yeah. Right? He's great. Yeah, because I, I have. I own 3. I bought that one, like... Years ago, I bought it on DVD for like a couple dollars, and it was just one of those ones. I was like, because I saw it once and I liked it, and I passed it in the store. I'm like, fucking, I was gonna buy this one. Yeah, two, I really remember nothing about, but three, yeah, three had a really cool story. Two yeah. is like Inception, mm-hmm. and three is like Seven. Yep. But I love three. I like it better than the first one, honestly. That movie's yeah, great. same. Three has more action though. It, it's it's more outside the box. You know, it's not just all based like in the same area kind of thing. It's there's no it, gore. He just tells it, you what happened, and it sounds you actually see it better than you do in the first movie. It's weird, even though you're not seeing it. Mm-hmm. No, I wouldn't. No, part three was that's that's a rarity too because like a lot you know everybody like holds you know the the first one kind of in such a high regard that you know three gets brushed under the rug. But no, that's truly I probably the best one of the entire trilogy. And it's weird because William Platter, uh, William Peter Blatty actually directed it. So he wrote it and directed it. And I don't, I don't know if he's directed other than that, but he did a really good job. Damn, that is cool, too. Huh, I didn't, I didn't know he directed it. Hell yeah. So that turned out, yeah, that's like, I have, I'm, I'm interested in looking at the box office on that now. <laughs> okay, this one's my jam right here. Oh, I, God, I yeah. fucking love this movie. 
Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 1974. Yep. Yes. Yes. Came out yes. the year I was born. This this movie is just yeah. It, it cool. still holds up. It still holds up, man. It's funny it mentions Rob Zombie in the article because I was just gonna say no Texas Chainsaw Massacre, no Rob Zombie movies, but it actually mentions him in here. <laughs> Reading through it. Let's see. It says one Ugh. of the best, one of the best, most influential horror films in history. Just I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Horror film continued the decade decades trending guerrilla filmmaking considered extremely controversial and shocking upon release the texas chainsaw massacre also birthed the first horror icon in leatherface long before the arrival of freddy krueger michael myers or jason Voorhees. while the newer wave of horror directors like alexandra aja and rob zombie have cited this film as a major influence it's also directly responsible for influencing important films of its own decade notably ridley scott's alien um Fuck Rob Zombie. I'm angry that they mentioned Rob Zombie in the same sentence as this movie because Rob Zombie is a fucking hack, and I'll fight anybody that wants to fight about it. I don't give a shit about that guy. Fuck him. His Halloween is so fucking atrocious. The second one's even worse. They gradually keep getting worse and worse, too. (laughs) The guy has no clue as to how horror works. He just doesn't get it. Speaking of Halloween, what did I release, Adam? Halloween 2018. Cleveland and I, I apologize that I haven't seen it yet. I will watch it tonight, I swear to God. Uh, dude, no, it's a not. half hour long if you don't watch it. I understand. That's why I didn't watch it. <laughs> I didn't have a half an hour to sit and watch it. I, honestly, you know, do you really, just for a moment, how much time? I, I watched that movie three times to write that review. All right? oh. so it's, it's just a shade over two hours long. So there's, you know, two, like what, 220, something like that. So I have... Basically, like nine hours wrapped up in just watching the I've movie. I've only ever seen it once, man, but it's like it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. I'd rather and, watch that than watch any of Rob Zombie's movies again. And you know, I've watched a lot of Rob yeah. Zombie movies and I've always tried to give the guy a chance, like the best ones that people recommend. And I'll get like halfway through it. I'm like, yep, it's another fucking Rob Zombie movie. And I hate this one for all the reasons I hate all the other ones. The guy is a fucking hack. He, it seems he's, like he he's wants about you. As predictable as M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> it's like he really wants you to fuck his wife or want to fuck his wife. Yeah. What is the deal with that? I don't know, dude. It's like he he, he makes he makes horror yeah. movies for horror fans, which I guess is fine in a, a little niche in its own. But he doesn't understand how horror works. You know what I mean? He doesn't know how to yeah. scare people. I don't think you. I don't think you understand how this works, Rob. No, Robert Zombie. Look, Rob. I, I know. I, 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 Robert Zombie, you listen here. Damn it, Bobby. Robert Damn Zombie, you go to your room right now. Oh, sure mom, mom's I don't Because everybody, 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 everybody's fucking in a UFO. <laughs> now, I, I've seen him twice in concert. I'm not going to lie. Now, his stage show, it, it's it's badass. But yeah, his movie making skills, no. That's his, his, that's his, his first movie. profession. That's why. That's what he should be doing. Now, see, I didn't like the Halloween ones, but I, I can say that I did like... I did like and I enjoyed House of a Thousand Corpses and The Devil's Rejects. Um, There's another movie uh, that The Devil's Rejects copies that was done better, though, and it's called Natural Born Killers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The same fucking thing, man. I I like those two, though. I really do. I want to see Three from Hell. Um, I did a trailer reaction. Yeah, I saw it. It's it's the same shit. I don't mind his first Halloween. I thought his second Halloween was terrible. I, I didn't like the Halloween ones, but I, I did. I did like. I, I really liked House of a Thousand Corpses when I saw it because that was like a oh, big deal when that came out. Because that came out like it was like two thousand one or two, and then you had Devil's Rejects, and I was like, "Yo, this is this is all right, man." Like I, I really, 
like it was that grindhouse style. I didn't like that about it, you know. It but came no, back I, at a time where horror was like PG thirteen, yeah. and yep. just, horror oh. wasn't really good back then. That was when you had like the darkness falls and stuff like yeah. that. Oh God. Yeah. Look at House of Wax. That's a, that with Paris Hilton and Chad Michael Murray. Is Christian Slater Vincent in Price Darkness Falls? Been into his grave. <laughs> Devil's Rejects is good. I, I hate I hate House of a Thousand Corpses. It was like a, a, a ride at a carnival. Literally yep. at the end, you just they walk <laughs> through the house and you go along that, with them. I'm that's, like, oh. yeah, it's like everything he does. It's like an extension of his like live concerts. You know, it's it's like it might make a good music video, but as a movie, yeah. I hear Lords of Salem is good. I haven't seen it because I kind of gave up on the guy. Is, yeah, in, is any of you guys seen that? I haven't watched it yet. I, can, I just I can't make it. myself sit through I it. Want after to do that. Ugh, no. Here, let me. Uh, I want to say hi to the chat real quick. I see Salvador is up in there. Franchise History TV. Uh, who else? Uh, let's see. ML Seven. That's a new subscriber. He said Venom Two Trail Salvador is up in there. Franchise yep, History I TV. Uh, I didn't get a chance. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to see that ML Seven. That's man. a new. Sub- but yeah, that uh, that Venom Two trailer is coming out tomorrow. I'm I'm kind of stoked about that. Uh, let's see, Sal. There's Lords of Salem is also Sal's seen Lords of Salem. Yeah, I haven't got to watch that yet. That's uh, that's on my list though to check out definitely. Um, that yeah, because like I said, I, I've pretty much seen every movie Rob has made. I'd rather um, watch Paint Dry. <laughs> and he's got 31, then he's got Three from Hell. Yep, I, I want to see. Th- I haven't watched 31 yet either. Uh, so okay, there's there's a couple of them I haven't seen. Jaws, 1975, next on the list. This I, I love this movie. I really do. Like I can't, I can't even. This yeah, this I don't really, I don't know. Is this is it really horror? I mean, uh, yeah, um, it's 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 got some thriller elements to it it's, because it, it it does a lot with with very little, which is what I like about it. it it's it, mainstream it, horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 easily one of my top five. It's a great movie. Don't get me wrong. I mean, this movie is. It was for its time. I mean, it, yeah, I, but I this is it. one of those things, though, where it's like it, it's kind of like Ghostbusters, where it's lightning in a bottle. It's like the perfect yep. the perfect blend of elements, because it's like you got the cast, you got the, the a really good setup. Like I every, everybody in this town, like you can tell how they interact. It's got really good world building in it. And it's just like the perfect blend of all these things all together. It's like part of it's like kind of like a seafaring adventure. You know, I mean, it really. I, I don't ever get tired of watching this movie. I've seen it like I, I lost track of how many times I've seen it. I never get tired of it ever. Yeah, this this is one. This my my kid loves this. I have the DVD. He he watches this shit all the time. He loves sharks though. So I can't stand Jaws. By the way, no, <laughs> I I can't get past the premise. In which case, I'm like, stay the fuck out of the water. It's the shark's ocean, not yours. Uh, exactly. I, I don't feel bad for you <laughs> if you know what's going on. and You still get killed by the shark. Kind of on you at that point. It's like going on a dark alley at night. You don't have to. Don't go there. <laughs> yeah, that's no, no. You're not wrong. You're not wrong, yeah. man. Not I still appreciate wrong. it. As a, I know it's a good movie, and I'm I'm wrong yeah. in this scenario. I know that, but I also can't stand it. So, well, you see, you have the same outlook at this. Like I, okay, now I'll preface. I like the movie The Godfather, but I can't watch it. Like it's just it kind of bores me. Like it's a great movie. Don't oh, really? get me wrong. I I understand. It, it is. You know, it's a it's a masterpiece. I just, I, I can't. You better watch it, Pete. Somebody might send you a Sicilian message. I'm oh, fucking yeah. telling you, I'm, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get heat for that. But no, I mean, it, it is. It's a great movie. I just I can't watch it. I can't. I've seen it. I know I've seen it like maybe two or three times. You know, but no, I'll watch Scarface. You know, fifty million fucking times. But uh, Shivers, 1975. I have not seen this. Either have I. 
Nope. Same. I've only oh, seen like Cronen- two Cronenberg movies. Yeah, I, I, I think the the Fly is about the only uh, the only Cronenberg movie I'm actually like can name honestly. Uh, the film that began da- David Cronenberg's Videodrome. Oh, Videodrome. See, I forgot. I, I, I don't even remember the last time I was a fire. I never saw that one. But I like his dramas, <laughs> like the History of Violence and Eastern Promises. Okay, those are good. Let's see. Cronenberg's signature body horror was not only notable for being the director's first feature film, but also for royally pissing off critics and the Parliament, Parliament of Canada, Canada over its overtly sexual, violent sexual nature. The plot sees residents of a luxury high-rise falling prey to a slug-like parasite that turns its victims into sex-crazed murderous maniacs that spread their infection like a venereal disease. Cronenberg partially funded the film through the Canadian Film Development Corporation. <laughs> they were pissed. And a high-profile critical attack on the film made it difficult for the director to obtain funding for future projects. It even reportedly got him kicked out of his Toronto apartment. Yet, despite the controversy, the movie was a financial success in comparison to its meager budget. Truthfully, both of Cronenberg's subsequent body horror in the 70s, Rabbit and The Brood, the Brood fared better. But this underrated plus that declared Cronenberg's horror to be reckoned with that, with that should be celebrated. I now I want to watch this. Me too. It's on too bad. It's on my list Harry. to watch. What, what's, what's that? It's on my list to watch, like a bunch of Cronenberg movies, like Dead Ringers. and Oh, I've yeah. seen The Dead Zone, too. He did that. Dead Zone? I haven't yeah. seen that. I've heard of it. Oh, Christopher Walken? Yeah. yeah, that one's good. Yeah, he I did like that one. one. Oh, yeah. he, did, he did the first movie called Crash, where they crash and then fuck, and that's the whole plot of the movie. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> I used to crash and fuck a lot in my 20s, too. Literally crash? <laughs> It sounds like you would hit women with your car, then fuck them. I don't know how much you want to admit that. Well, fuck, <laughs> fuck, fucking then crash. Yeah, either her house or she crashes at my house. It was uh, shaming. <laughs> yeah, no king shaming. Right. No king, <laughs> folks, no king shaming. Unless you like Brie Larson. Yeah, in, in which case, yeah, she'll be castigated. All right, uh, Carrie, 1976. <laughs> uh, yeah. Based on Stephen King's 1974 novel, Brian De Palma's masterpiece, wasn't I just talking about Scarface? Here's Brian De Palma's name. Not only marks this film as the first Stephen King big screen adaptation, but also one of the few horror films to receive Academy Award nominations. Well received by critics and audiences like Carrie cast a long-lasting stamp on the horrors of high school. King has praised De Palma's style in translating his story into becoming something far greater than what it was on the page. Nancy Allen and John Travolta created memorably vicious villains, but funnily enough, Allen claims she thought they were playing with comic relief. It wasn't until she saw the final cut that she realized they were the villains. Great movie. It's a movie that did not ever need to be remade. No, no several times. Find, find the way it twice. is. Leave it alone. Got remade twice. Yeah. Yep. It was like a 2002 TV movie. USA original movie. Yeah, Carrie, I remember that one. Carrie to the Rage, wasn't it? Uh, what's yeah. her name? Um, and oh, we didn't even got to the sequel yet. No. What was what was the girl's name that was in it? Was it uh, was it it was a Felicity? Uh, oh shit! I'm trying to think. I have to I have to look. No, it, up. it was a uh, Felicity uh, Carrie to the Rage. Yeah, yeah, Carrie to the Rage. Was that uh, not Rebecca Gayhart? Is that her name? Mm-mm, I can't remember her name. 
I know the actress. I know off the top. I just don't remember her name. I it guess I should I am be it. Wasn't it. a chick. It wasn't a chick that played Zori Bliss, was it? Carrie Russell was that her? No, it wasn't Carrie Russell. It was one of those teen actresses that didn't really become too famous, but she showed up in a lot of stuff. I have. Would the you like a little fun fact it. about Carrie? It's Emily something. Emily Burgle. Yeah. Okay. Emily Burgle. All right. Man, she has not been in a whole lot. Would you guys like a little fun fact about Carrie? Absolutely. They mm-hmm. had the casting for Star Wars and Carrie were done at the same in the same building. So a lot of the people that auditioned for Carrie also auditioned for Star Wars and vice versa. Those casts are not even close to similar. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Star Wars could have br- had William Cat as Luke Skywalker. It's all stuffy old British guys in Star Wars. <laughs> like, hey, oh, yeah. I remember hearing how Carrie Fisher was. She did. She was supposed to play Carrie at first. She didn't want to do the new topless scene. And Sissy Spacek was going to be Princess Leia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that would have went a whole different direction. You know what? Just some weird part of me wants to see that version. Yeah. <laughs> Alternate reality. Alternate reality, man. Yeah. She she can use the force for this. John Travolta as Darth Vader. Oh yeah. Oh my god. He loves to be covered in black leather, probably, so it's fine. <laughs> Moose is in the house. Moose is in the house. <laughs> Welcome back. Yes, Moosey. Yeah, th- this one was disappointing because like we were talking about off air. I saw a house and I was like, wait, house came out in the eighties. Oh no, this is an Asian movie. Hey, Pete, you haven't seen The Fanatic yet? Uh, no, I have not. That's the one where he plays the audience. You'll enjoy that one. It's, yeah. Yep. It's a Limp Biscuit movie. Yep. Oh, yeah. Fred Durst directed yeah. that. Yeah. Yep, he did. Oh, God. He's very unapologetic about it, too. He makes sure you know he's directing it every chance oh. he gets. Oh, I need I need to see that. Hey, what's up? Keely Chow is in the chat. Hail Keely Chow, man. Thanks I saw Fred Durst in a commercial for like. Yes rent a car or like buy a car thing and it, it was like yeah it was, it was a car it was like car uh, was it carvana or yeah with the yep. cds uh, little biscuits stuck in the car and he yep. crosses the road with groceries and he that's it he doesn't say anything and they're like Is get the fuck out of here fred durst has to buy a used car now with a broken tape deck <laughs> i just nope. want to see uh fred durst in a commercial selling keebler cookies <laughs> the cookies come on the cookies come on <laughs> I mean, can we acknowledge that man was only ever relevant because of The Undertaker at WWE? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I'll say the same thing with Kid Rock. Oh, God. Like, these two are only really relevant because of the WWE. Those are parts of the that 90s that I'm still trying anyone... to forget. I don't know, man. Kid Rock had a pretty good feud going with the They weren't even 90s. They were 2000. He makes me ashamed to be from Michigan. Uh, Kid Rock goes back to the '80s, man. His first, his first tape, Grit Sandwich for Grits Sandwiches for Breakfast, came out, and I think it was like '88 or '89, and that was when he was strictly rapping. Yet, the fact oh. that you know that really frightens me. Is oh, it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's no, a Detroit no. thing. I get that, it. That's a Detroit. That's a Detroit like thing, dude. I feel like he's aging in like Lindsay Lohan years. Oh, he yeah. He, he looks, looks like shit. Yeah, he looks bad. Kid Rock is such a piece of shit. He looks. He looks really bad. Um, oh, yeah. All right. So House 1977, speaking of things that look bad, this just, I don't know. Never seen it. Uh, no, me either. If you've ever seen this wacky acid trip of a movie, it may seem like an odd fit among the horror giants on our list. Of course, that's precisely why House is one of the best horror movies of the 70s. Toho Studios wanted a sort of Japanese Jaws 
when they enlisted Na, Nabuhiko Obiyasha, Obiyashi. Instead, they got a psychedelic horror comedy that works as a precursor to the work of Sam Raimi and Peter Jackson. Dancing skeletons, severed fingers playing the piano, and decapitated heads biting butts. The absurdist inner imagery may have you questioning if someone slipped something into your drink while watching this movie. Hey, hey, hey. It was Bill Cosby. It was Bill Cosby. I'd still rather see the one with William Cat. Exactly. For all of its strangeness, there's also a surprising tragic depth beneath the surface with Obiashi delving into the culture of pre- and post-atomic bomb. Oh, that just puts a damper on things. Toho may not have gotten the Jaws size hit they wanted, but House did become a success. Yeah, I have no, ever, never seen this. I kind of want to now. I kind of want to see it too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to find this. That's a hard pass for me. Adam, what's that <laughs> uh, Filipino movie they did in Best of the Worst? With like the flying head and the, and the guts hanging out? Oh God, I know which one that is too. I can't, I can't remember the name. God, it reminds me of that though. This picture. I know which one you're talking about. That movie. I have actually seen that movie outside uh, of Best of the Worst, and it's pretty freaking hilarious. I'm trying to remember. Oh, it keeps getting close to my head and goes away. Right, Something let's see here. What do we got? Suspiria, 1977. You guys ever seen this one? Yeah. It's overrated as fuck. It is. Okay. Yeah. This I've not. Ooh, yeah, I've seen. Uh, perhaps <laughs> the best known and widely regarded. What is that? Giallo. Gallo. Of, Gallo of all time. Dario Argento's beloved classic is not only hyper-violent, but hyper-stylistic with its stunning vivid coloring, playing like a fever dream against the rock score of Goblin. Suspiria consistently makes it on the list of best films ever made and holds a close critical regard. Though it wasn't always the case, a large part of the film's success is the Technicolor, which Argento has stated he was inspired by the color in Walt Disney's Snow White. While the remake is currently on the way, the, cla- the original classic is still selling out theaters today with its recently discovered 35 millimeter print in a 4K restoration. So what is this one about? So uh, a young dancer from America goes to, I want to say Berlin, to become a dance. She goes and rolls in like a dance, all-female dance academy. And then, oh, spoiler alert, she slowly finds out that they're all witches. Okay. That, that's it. It's a better shot movie. Like, I love the way it looks and everything more than I like the actual movie itself. It's one of those technical things. Yeah. yeah like, 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 like film people that, that film things. And, and like Gravity. Like, yeah. The movie Gravity. It's better looking than it is an actual good movie. I'll agree with that. Yeah. How old is this article? Because just it was a remake on the way. Didn't the remake come out like a year ago? Yeah, this, this is an older article. Oh, okay. It's, it's like maybe a year, year or so old. <laughs> I just found it. I mean, really, like I was like, ah, hey, what the hell? It's just kind of a fun little top ten list to oh, go. No, through. I didn't fun. bother with the remake. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, I was gonna ask. Is there another remake? Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. So Sal, uh, Sal said the uh, the remake was pretty good. Uh, it takes place at a dance studio in Berlin, a ballet studio, and it came out last year. It's Amazon Prime exclusive. All right. Okay. Yeah, it was twenty eighteen. Uh, 2018, all right. Yeah, it was it was good. I saw the remake as well. I've heard some good things about the remake. Yeah, I've heard some good things. I want to see it. I, I prefer the original, even though I don't love the original. I still like it. It's I think it's vastly overrated, <laughs> but I still like it. Yeah. I'll have to make a point to go see that. Yeah. I have all the Dario Argento movies like on my list to watch because I want to I get into him because I do like his style. What about Dracula 3D? Oh, God. 
I, I think I, I saw that. I've seen that. That's the only other one I've seen of his. But I really want to watch Deep Red, which looks creepy as hell. You know what? I make fun of that movie, but you know what? I will take Dario Gento's Dracula over to BBC's Dracula any day of the week. Over what? The, the new Dracula show? The Netflix one. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Only watch the first two episodes. Don't watch episode three, man. I Don't did that watch. with uh, Supergirl. I regret that. Oh. <laughs> I regret that a lot. <laughs> Let's not go down that Spring road. Belanti. I could have told you to regret that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I watched it because I was dating a girl with a daughter. I'm like, sure, watch Supergirl. Should, you know, someone to look, look up to. And we couldn't even get through Although, it. So. I will say this for Supergirl. Her leaked nudes were spectacular. Okay, now I have a new yeah. search. I got to save that. I'm pretty sure there's a picture where... You know, she she's taking up the old poop chew. <laughs> Hold on one second, guys. Yeah. He'll be back in a moment. Oh God, Phoenix just—he's <laughs> gonna come back like that Stan Marsh picture from South Park. Turn my uh my my <laughs> mic off. All right, here we go. It's off. I'll be right. Oh shit! Yeah. I promise. Yeah. Stop a port. Yeah. See, they're they're. Where's they're the loop? Yeah. <sighs> Let's see. I'm franchise just franchise history. TV said. Uh, he says, let's see, um, ba, ba, ba. he says, BBC Dracula is trash. Uh, actually, like Dawn of the Dead, it takes place in Milwaukee. Yeah, I was, I was going to say that's next on our list. Wait, Sal said Dawn of the Dead was made by Zach, by Zack Snyder. Oh, did he do the remake? Yeah. Dawn of the Dead, Zack Snyder? Nice. Yeah, yep. the Milwaukee Island, I love that one. I grew up near, kind of near Milwaukee, and there's no tropical island off the coast in Lake Michigan. Yeah. I <laughs> love that. I found that Dawn of the Dead remake to be surprisingly entertaining. Yeah, it's I fun. don't hate. I don't hate it. It's it's not completely ripping off the original, which is kind of what I like about it. Yeah, is that the one with Ving Rhames and? Uh, yes. Yep. 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 That that was good. Yeah, I like I like that. Movie. They had some awesome shots. Is that really, whole opening sequence was overhead. really breathtaking. Yes, and the cars are crashing. They look like little. It looks terrible now, but they're, they're yes. like little model cars hitting each other. Right, but it was, just, it, was, it was trying to do something different, yeah. and I just appreciated the hell out of it for, for trying to give you a different, you know, it's, it's like if you're going to remake something, make something, you know, refreshingly different, you know. Yeah, it was, that was a good, that was a really good movie. Like, the remake, because they redid the whole trilogy, it wasn't bad at all. Like, really, I didn't think, I didn't think either, any of those were really, like, bad. I, If I had to choose between the two, I'm obviously going to go with the original, but I, I really yeah. don't hate the Dawn of the Dead remake. No, no, the original one is it was yeah. Well, you it's can't really beat kind though. of kind of perfect. Yeah. I hated the they guy are, from Modern yeah. Family on there. Oh God, yeah, he was the uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy that plays Phil Dunphy. Wasn't him? I don't, I don't know much about Modern Family. I just know it's the guy. He was he was the dad. <laughs> he was married to the um, uh, what's her name? Julie Julie Bowen's character, the blonde, the little tiny blonde. On Modern Family, I think. He I've only the, seen the commercials. Talking, the, the real estate salesman dad, like the really nerdy one. Yeah. Ed O'Neill's his father-in-law. Yeah. 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 I yeah. can't, I can't think of the actor. Ty Burrell. Yeah. Ty Burrell. I just thought of Ty Burrell. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I like Ty Burrell. Yeah. But he was not good in that movie. No, no, they shouldn't have had him in that role. He's severely miscast. Yeah. But Dawn of the Dead is my, is my jam. That's one of my favorite movies. Oh yeah. The original. Definitely dude. That's, I love the, the how just it's nonsensical. It's just, they film stuff and just threw it in an order. That mm-hmm. kind of made sense, and you just watch them try to survive in a mall while bikers show up and throw pies in zombies' faces, and it doesn't make any sense. Love it. It's it's a movie that doesn't need a last story because it has so much of everything else. Yeah, comes with its own key. Yep. <laughs> it's a quote from the movie. 
We lost Alex. Oh, is, hang on. Let me let me get off the screen share here so I can add him back in. Oh, there he is right here. We'll add him back in. There we go. Okay. I'll go hey, back what happened screen. there? I don't know. He's got I Bill Cosby. Why don't you ask Bill Cosby? <laughs> yeah. I did not look at porn. I swear. In words of general, porn crap got in the way. You can type Supergirl really fast. Say that. <laughs> okay, look. If I really wanted to be titillated, I'd put this up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everybody's pitching arm should be a lot extra stronger by this point. <laughs> you ruined Supergirl for Keely Chow, by the way. Yeah. Something tells me I'll never see Supergirl the same way. Keely Chow, once you see those photos, you will go back to watch a Supergirl. I joke, but I am going to go look at them. You do need to go. Oh, and yeah, also, uh, what's her name? Katie Cassidy, Black Widow? Yes. Oh, Not Black Widow. Black Canary. Uh, I was going to say, what? Oh, my God. Yo, she's a porn star. It's not even leaked photos. She's a porn star. <laughs> she's she's a smoke show, too, dude, because she got, like, all in good shape to play on Arrow and shit. Like, she used to be just, like, skinny and hot, and, like, now she has, she's, like, abs hot. You know, it's like, mm, yeah, girl out there looking like a snack and shit. <laughs> um, Halloween 1978 is next on the list. This one just speaks for itself, man. This movie is... Yeah, I I love I love how the franchise, man. Part four is my favorite Halloween movie. I will say that out of the I, I you know the really good you know one two and then out of like four and five, uh, four is my favorite one overall. Like part one I acknowledge is freaking great. It is, but part four is my favorite. If you don't acknowledge Halloween three, I will slap you. Yeah, no, I'm just saying that. No, okay, yeah, okay. Well, let me let me go back to my point because. Tom Atkins deserves some love, damn it. Fucking oh, right well, he does. Well, obviously, how, yeah, I was going to say what Tom Atkins, yeah, to do the fucking... He banged a robot, man. Um, but no, Halloween 3 is a great standalone movie. It, it is... There's nothing... There's absolutely... I never, ever, ever had a problem with that movie. The problem ever has, it's not really a Halloween movie. No. Know? But it's, it's a fucking great movie because it just can stand on its own merit if you just, you know... Call that the Silver Shamrock Horror movie or whatever, you know, it's fucking great. It's very fun. To be honest, that is what Halloween was supposed to be. Yeah, an anthology. It was supposed to be, yeah, it wasn't supposed to be Michael, but Mike, I was gonna say, by yeah, that's a come they can't think of anything to do with the guy after part five. Yeah, he's gotta bang his niece and join a cult. Yep. I think what would have made Halloween three better if they really wanted to go full blown anthology series was to just to have it be like three short stories. Because you could take Halloween 3 and like shorten it into like maybe about a half an hour. Oh, yeah. It is way too long for what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember when they Looney Tunes across the room hiding behind the mask rack? Man. Yep. That movie just oh, keeps yeah. going. Stop it! And, and now you I have that song stuck in your head for the rest of the week. You're welcome. <laughs> At least part three is more appreciated now. I think even Cinema Snob said it. Part three is probably better than every Halloween movie. I probably would say H2O is still better. It's yeah, not terrible. I, like I didn't realize there was Halloween movies before the new one. Apparently, this is a franchise. I'm just finding out. <laughs> it, it, it thinks it's a I franchise. Don't, we don't, count that. <laughs> we don't yeah. count that new one. Yeah, I'd rather uh, watch Resurrection. It's a movie that never should have been a franchise. and just became what it is. Mm-hmm. should have been a good trilogy you know, and move it on. Yeah, Michael Myers ain't really that interesting of a killer to have a new nope. franchise. Like, nope. the end of that four, yep. would, four would be the third one, and then that's it. Yeah. No, I, I, I like. Loomis I, was I, the I, hero, I not Lloyd Strode. 
And, and, and thank you so much, Rob Zombie, for giving us that backstory that fucking nobody wanted. Oh, God. That's, you know that, what? I'll is... still take that backstory over 2018. Yeah. Yeah. I can, Not I can... part two, though. Not part two, though. No. Two's no, terrible. First the one... white pony. I don't ride the right pony, son. Yep. That, that was... <laughs> when the, like, I remember watching that because, like, the first one I watched and I was like... You know, I didn't completely hate it, but I was just like, this really didn't need to be made. Like, there's the most like white trashiest California version of Illinois I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> fucking life. Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah. I, I was just like, oof, like this is just Rob Zombie knows what he likes. Yep, <laughs> yep. I, I just yeah, that second one though, that that went too far off the rails, man. That was, yeah. yeah. I'm like, we get it. Your wife used to be pretty hot, dude. Your, your wife used to be hot. We get it, man. You want to like, fuck his wife. At one time. Either we were, whether we were crying about it or not. But Jesus, man. <laughs> He's like, such a fucking boy. back to best friend just to kill her again. Yeah. <laughs> How do you bring back the best friend who got killed in the first movie to kill her again? Like the biggest hipster in heavy metal. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, that was. So yeah, I, I like like I said, the '78 one was good. Here's yeah. here now. Here's a really great fucking movie. Fantastic. I got a crap on the because I do like. I, I like I like now this Phantasm is just. Yeah, that movie was fun. I gotta admit, Phantasm. I like that movie more now than I did when I first saw yeah. it when I was younger. Because it, it scared the shit out of me. As a when kid. I saw it when I was younger, there was a lot of like really good stuff to pick from. But when I look at it now compared to everything else, it's it's held up a lot better than I thought it would. They're still um, making sound, them. the soundtrack, the visuals. It's amazing. They released five like four years ago. And also, when you want to talk about franchises, I started watching some of the sequels to this. This actually has a pretty well put together story as it goes on. It oh, really? kind of builds on the first one and just keeps going. It has all the original cast. They, they managed to keep all the original cast from this one. Going on into every single sequel. Hmm. Dude, what's his name? He just died. Angus Schramm, right? The tall man. Angus Schramm, yeah. He just passed away a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Was, he in, was he in five? Make a new Phantasm like a few years ago. Like yeah, four years very ago. Recent, in recent years. 2016 yeah, is the last one. They made a new one. Was he I in that? I haven't watched it. I wonder if he's in it. I wonder if he'd live long enough. I don't know. I just I've never seen the sequels. I want to say, say I think he was in it. I could be wrong, though. Because I think he died in, like, 2018. So that when yeah. he came out, you said 2016, was it, Phoenix? Yeah. Yeah, so, I, yeah, I think he was he was probably still around. Because, like I said, he I, I mean, I might be mistaken, but I don't think he's been gone for more than a year or two. Man, here he's a really nice mm-hmm. guy, too. Yeah, I, from That's conventions good. and everything, yeah, I have a lot of friends that would go to horror conventions, and, yeah, he, you know, everybody talked highly of him. And what's the other guy's name that played, what's his name, Reggie? Um, oh, God, I can't think of his name. Wasn't he in uh, Starship Troopers, too? Casper no. Van Dien? Oh, uh, is in Ravager, which is the recent one. That's at Ravager. Yeah, the ice cream guy. He's like yep. the hero in every single one of them. Yep. Okay, no, I don't think. Oh, no. Anger Scrim was in it. He's in the last one. And so I thought he was still around when that one yeah. came out. I've only. We seen the first one. I was gonna watch the other ones, but they took them off Netflix when I was gonna do it. Bastards. Because they were all on Netflix for a while there. They're probably over on Shutter now. God, I miss Shutter. I'll go through the it says written, produced, and directed by Don Coscarelli. This DIY horror film is the very definition of a labor of love, wholly unique to anything before and after. Phantasm defies categorization. Equal parts horror and sci-fi, 
and short on definitive answers. The story's concept came to Coscarelli in a dream, fitting as it as it the overall aesthetic feels, words are hard, like one fever dream. Killer chrome orbs, the iconic tall man in one sweet 1971 Plymouth Barracuda. Yes, it is. Phantasm may not have won over critics upon release, but it did win over an extremely loyal fan base that still consistently begs Coscarelli for more decades later. That's one I want to, I definitely want to buy. I want to get that on Blu-ray. The same guy that did Beastmaster. Beastmaster? Yeah. Same, same director. Yeah, that was that was a good movie. That one came out, it was the early mid-80s. 82? Phantasm is the movie that taught me that if an old man ever comes at you with balls, you should be scared. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like remember it that song. well. Here we go. <laughs> now this, I just, I watched this with my four and a half year old the other day, <clears> and uh, he was not afraid of any of it, which I uh, I was very proud of him for. Uh, Alien, 1979. The horror classic that launched an entire franchise. Oh, you guys know that. You guys know the drill. This movie freaking great it is and this was one of the quintessential strong female leads in Sigourney Weaver I now mean, now Mary Sue say we're not supposed to bring this up anymore <laughs> oh that's right I'm sorry she doesn't, it doesn't count because it's from the 1970s right that's problematic well to be fair we have to bring Alien, to be fair it's a horror movie and Sigourney Weaver just happened to be the final girl except in space yeah you're and the let, final girl was way established before Alien came out. You're going to let Adam say, to be fair, and whenever I say it, you guys play that clip? I don't have the clip. Okay, is that what it is? Yeah, you yeah. stayed on Adam's show. Okay, I, yeah, I thought it would carry over. Crazy <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have the clip. Just, I'll just say it after somebody says it. To be fair. To be fair. I do, I do it with my videos. I, I can't do it live. I need to watch that cartoon already. This, uh, but no, man, this, I, I, now, I was watching, we were sitting around, and after, uh, Alien was over, he wanted to see some more clips of Xenomorphs, so I was like, I've never seen Alien Covenant, or, um, oh, God, what was the other one? Prometheus? Prometheus? I watched Prometheus, but that's, that's Don't let your kid watch Covenant, man. I, I, I did. You and I haven't seen Covenant. I, I refuse to watch Don't, it. I saw it. I will be honest. I saw I'd it. rather watch Adam's Black Christmas than Covenant. I like Covenant. And mind you, I like Prometheus. I, I didn't, I didn't, I, like, we just watched like a lot of like the, the xenomorph scenes in Covenant on the, you know, the alien scenes with it. I mean, I thought it looked pretty cool. It's got Danny McBride in it. It looked like it had a decent Look, cast. You know what Covenant has? You know what Covenant has? I'm going to tell you right now. It has a scene where Michael Fassbender fucks a robot clone of himself. Hmm. <laughs> Look at Phoenix. Let me ask Look you this, Alex. When he does it, does he say, I'd fuck me, I'd fuck me real hard? Because that would make it perfect. I'm putting on lipstick. It's weird. Maybe it's some fan fiction. I bet you can Healy find Chow. it out there. Healy Play Chow. the whole lady synth rock in the background while he's doing it. Yeah. Let me see. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've seen Prometheus. Yeah. I, I didn't mind Prometheus. I really I like didn't. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. Like I said, um, from what I saw of Covenant, I would like, I would like to watch it, I think, just for the hell of it. Um, like I said, I've I've sat. I mean, even if it's bad, I've sat through worse. I mean, like I said, I went to the theater to see Charlie's Angels, so it really, it really, the barrel, the bottom of the barrel, really doesn't scrape much lower than that. So you know, this is um, one of those franchises, though, like Terminator, where I just refuse to acknowledge anything after the second one. No, you know, it's like the first two, and then don't care. What was 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 Alien uh, Alien Three? Was um, David Fincher? Is that the one with Rock in it? Charles Dutton, where they're in like the prison. Yeah. Uh huh. A bunch of monks, like very, space monks. Yeah, yeah, like space. It was it was weird. Like I, I, 
I've only seen it once. Because okay. that movie went through like what ten different rewrites, man. Oh yeah, and ten the movie different edits even too. Match the trailer. Yeah, I was going to say, they did like 10 different edits, too, during the movie. And they're yeah. like, fucking, here you go. Trailer, if you remember, the original trailer implied that they were showing up to Earth. You don't even see Earth in the movie. No, I was going to say, I, I haven't... Because that came out... What was it? I don't even, I don't even 93? know. 93? It was, was 90, that? definitely. Holy shit. Yeah, 92, I, I 92. Like, maybe right after it came out, and I've never watched it again. That's one of those ones, you know, I, I rented it, like, on a Friday night, you know, just, I was, you know, a kid. I was like, hey, can I rent this alien? Like, yeah, whatever, you know, I rented it and kind of watched it. and was like, eh, you know, whatever. Because, like, I liked the first, you know, one and two. Those were, mm-hmm. I watched those with my, you know, my mom and dad, and I liked them, you know, they were cool. It feels like one of those movies where it might be okay if it wasn't an alien movie. Like, if you took the alien out of it and just had the whole concept of the prison and the yeah. space monks and all that, it yeah. might have been fine, but... As an alien movie, it just kind of undoes everything the first two movies make. Yeah, that's the weird thing about the alien movies. I was like, I think only the first two are great. But yep. the sequels are not offensively bad. They're stupid. But I they're think... not like Last Jedi bad. They're not like this offensive abomination. Just be like, okay, it sucks. You move on. I hate like, the I fourth one. We got shots fired in the chat. Uh, Covenant was terrible. Le- Leo Red said to Alex, he said, if Link elects seven likes Prometheus, he can't say nothing else bad about Thor Ragnarok ever. I agree. <laughs> oh, I can say Prometheus and Thor. Uh, I can say Prometheus and Covenant are still better movies than Ragnarok. <laughs> Alex and I have very different opinions on movies. I, I oh, like Ragnarok. Too, I, I didn't hate Prometheus. Oh, I was just mad because I ended up liking Parasite. Yeah, I still haven't seen it. I gotta watch that. I so really do I. Do. Yeah. I finally saw Parasite. I ended up loving that movie. Honestly, I'm now not... make sure you guys do like Heather's, where you un, you know highlight your favorite passage in the movie and let everybody know about it when you're done. I will. I'll try. Oh, I got it. it. I'm, not bad. I'm not bad with subtitles, like I said, because I've watched quite a few subtitled movies. I mean, yeah, I'm not. Same here. I'm not the biggest fan of them, but like you know, sometimes it's just like whatever. You know, I watch them, and you know, they're not they're not terrible. It's just if I ha- I might have to wa- watch it more than once sometimes, but I I don't mind. You know, I watch I every Adam's movie with subtitles. Adam looks at Parasite the same way I look at the MCU. Like I don't even think they're that terrible, minus a few movies. It's just everyone brags about them being so yeah, perfect. It gets annoying it's... after a while. I, I think that. a part of the problem I had with it is just the way people talk, inflate this movie endlessly. Is like my yeah. my expectations were way too high going into yeah. it, so that when I watched, I'm like, okay, well, there, that's that's thanks to you. Kind of on you. Went in very low. Yeah, you can, it's kind of on you. You got to realize that when people pray shit, don't listen mm. to them. Don't listen to them. Yeah, it just, it just feels to me movie. like they're just they, everybody's just showing off. Telling, oh, oh God, yeah. This I mean, is I crazy. think it was a good movie. I did enjoy it, but I was like, yeah, the internet kind of went crazy on that. You, one. you know the, oh, uh, yeah. the the English Patient episode of Seinfeld, Pete. Yep. That's, <laughs> that's, what this, that's what this fucking movie is. It's this the it's the English Patient for 2019. That's one of that's one of my favorite Elaine. That's actually going to be in my Elaine <laughs> video. It's going to be the English Patient or Shakespeare yeah. in Love. Look, I say it all the time. Never be ashamed of what you like or what you dislike. I think I posted in a group before. I own Fan Four Stick. Did you mention Shakespeare in Love? No. No, I think Phoenix did. I did. Oh, yeah. okay. You said that one. We're, movies where you're like, how did that win? You know, I, I tried yeah. watching that movie, man. I couldn't get through twenty minutes of it. I turned that, that movie off. beat for it beat it beat some movie everybody wanted. It beat it all. It beat um, so Saving Private Ryan. Oh my what? God! Huh? He beat Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. Okay, yeah. 
I knew yeah. it was like a controversy. Like it beat something everybody wanted to win, and everyone was pissed about it. See, by then yeah, the Oscars yeah. already dead to me because Forrest Gump yeah. beat Shawshank Redemption somehow. Yeah, I can't be but, mad at Forrest Gump, but yeah, I can. So I remember that there was there was a year where Shawshank Redemption and Forrest Gump were out at the same time. So that that kind of says something about movies then versus movies now. <laughs> we all had that awkward moment where you thought Forrest Gump was the greatest comedy ever. Did you grow up and realize, oh, I'm not supposed to laugh at this? Yeah, I'm a dick. <laughs> That's my bad. Let's see. We'll go. Uh... Although, have you read the book? There's a book. Forrest Gump's. based no. on a book. Forrest Gump's a dick in the book. D- does Forrest Gump even need a book? <laughs> Jedi, you go out and bang all these Is it written by him? Up. I'll read the eight. The, author, the author hates the movie because he said it made it made Forrest too likable, too like like Forrest Gump is an asshole in the book. Well he's, he's like autistic. A, uh, yeah. Well I think he hated the movie so much he made a sequel to Forrest Gump in the book, and the first line in it is son, whatever you do, don't ever let Hollywood make a movie of your life. <laughs> Yeah, look it up sometime. The Forrest Gump book is trippy. Like, it's complete. I can't see Tom Hanks playing this role. <laughs> hmm. I kind of want that version He's a now. Horn doll. <laughs> I know. Like, you kind of want to see that now, right? You're like, I want that to be a movie. <laughs> what did, what did, uh, let's see, wait. Franchise History TV said, I own Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, and Terminator Genesis. I can honestly say, I don't own Terminator see? Genesis. But I, I do own Fallen Kingdom because somebody bought it for my son, not because I bought it, because I hate that movie with, like, every fiber of my being. That's, like, the worst. What movie? Uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. That is, like, the most offensive Jurassic Park world movie I've ever, like, the, the first Jurassic World movie was fine. Like, I had no problem with it. Um, I just thought it was greatest, boring. Not the greatest. Yeah, it wasn't the greatest one. But, I mean, it's. it's the Force Awakens of Jurassic Park. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It, you know, it had a few, had a few new, you know, whatever, you know, big, you know, it was, it was monster scares that, you know, Jurassic Park was never meant to be a monster movie. That's not what Spielberg intended, but he turned it into a monster movie when they went to San Diego with it and turned it into fucking Godzilla. Yeah. That's the moment that franchise went from being a, you know, uh, a character driven story. You know, it was a character driven story to a monster franchise was that moment right there. And that fucking T-Rex got off the boat in San Diego. That was the problem. with God, it. I hate that. That's still my least favorite part of the entire franchise. I just, I literally was just watching that one before we, uh, before we came on the air too. I'd my rather watch Bryce Dallas Howard outrun a T-Rex in high heels than watch the T-Rex running through the city. I'd rather watch Bryce Dallas Howard do anything than watch a T-Rex run through the city. Let's be honest. I saw <laughs> the fourth Indiana Jones movie. And I said out loud during the theater, during the screening, I'm done with Steven Spielberg. And I have never watched another movie since that. It's been 12 years. <laughs> oh, that, that should, I tell, should I tell Phoenix? What? Should I tell him? I like Indiana Jones 4. It was the first one I ever saw. Oh, my God. I grew up on that trilogy. I went, see, I went backwards. Yeah. I saw Crystal Skull first. Then I saw, Ra- uh, what was it, Crusade Raiders? Uh, not Raiders. I saw Last Crusade second. Then I saw Temple of Doom third. That's the only one I hate. I hate Temple of Doom. And then I saw Raiders at the end. And so it ended well for me. I saw the <laughs> no, best one in the end. Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom is so great. I watched those movies in the order of when they're supposed to actually happen. So I saw Temple of Doom first and yeah. then Raiders and then uh, 
uh, I can't sit Zoom. and I then try. the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I've tried. Don't get me wrong. I like short round. That's probably about the only thing I do like in the movie. I hate everything else. Well, I don't like Kate Capshaw, but I still like the Andy! movie. Andy! I hate God. it. And I always make the joke. Everyone keeps shitting on the nuke in the fridge part. But I was like, no one has anything to say about falling out of an airplane like miles in a raft, on the sky. In a raft. In a raft. Hit the mountain. Fall off a, 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 what is it, a waterfall. Do you see no difference that? between those two things? One's a nuke. I think both yeah. are stupid. I call that. They're both stupid. Yeah. Stupid. But the problem is, only one ever gets shitted on. I was like, they're both stupid. I like Crystal Skull, but I can admit the nuke the fridge is stupid. Yeah. But I was like, so is the Temple of Doom one. No one calls it out. Temple of Doom's <laughs> good. I can't sit. I and look, even Spielberg and George Lucas kind of agree with me. Yeah. <laughs> I guess even they the say, Temple of Doom for me, the reason it's kind of they special. Still think that's- that whole scene where they do the dinner, uh, I, I used to have an Iranian uncle. We used to have to spend a lot of holidays going over to his house, and Where's every this going? meal that he prepared reminded me of that meal. Like, Did you really never knew what the fuck you were going to get on the Lucas, table. didn't he write that movie during his divorce, which yeah. is why Willie is so annoying as she is? Yep. <laughs> so Spielberg could her, fuck her. So go figure. Spielberg did. Yeah. No, yeah. Spielberg. Lucas, no, Lucas is going through a divorce. He wrote her in there, and then Spielberg ended up fucking her. Yeah, Spielberg. Yeah. Spielberg married Kate Capshaw. Dude. That's that's why Lucas and Spielberg mm-hmm. are real long. <laughs> the only good thing that came out of that is at least we don't have to see her in any more movies. Yeah, so there's that. That's funny. Thank God. Although I'm sure the actress is a nice lady. Like I'm not really blaming her for Temple of Doom, but God, I cannot sit through that movie. I can't. I can't do it. There's a lot of people that feel that way. I I, I, I understand. It's the worst of the original three, definitely. But yeah, there's some stuff in there I lo- really love. Have you, did you see the Angry Video Game Nerd? They did a, uh, what is it, the rental reviews where they did a uh, discussion of what was the worst Indiana Jones movie. And they say, uh, one of the guys said, okay, this is clearly going to be, was a Crystal Skull. That's easy. Why are we even discussing this? And by the end of the three to one, he was shocked. Like the other James and all of them said, no, they thought Temple of Doom was worse. You can't hear me? I, I, we couldn't for a little bit, but you're good. Oh, no, uh, they did the video, but what was the worst Indiana Jones movie? And one of the guys said it should easily be um, Crystal Skull. Why is this a debate? But by the time the 30 minutes ended, he was outvoted three to one that they all said Crystal Skull was better than Temple of Doom. It's not. He was shocked. No, no. James, James Wolf, he, he admits he's a, he thinks Temple of Doom's the worst movie. <laughs> it's not, though. No, it's not. <laughs> no, no. I, I can take everything in in Temple of Doom over those CGI fucking monkeys, man. Him, sw- yeah. Shia LaBeouf swinging through the vines. CGI monkey over. Ah, ah, ah. Aliens don't belong in Indiana Jones. The part that pissed me off in the theater when I said I was when I said I was done with Spielberg, it was when those guys in Peru jumped out of the ceilings like they were encased in there, and I'm like, "What? They fucking live in there?" <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, everyone yeah. complains about oh the aliens are so unrealistic. Steve Phoenix, they, they saw that in the mummy, okay. so they thought they had to put that in the in the Indiana Jones movie too. At least the mummy yeah. when they did it, they were trying to be funny. South Park did that whole episode about how they had Spielberg and Lucas raping Indiana Jones <laughs> in a pinball yes, machine. Yes. That was fucking hilarious. If you guys notice though that Spielberg is awful with all of his sequels, like just really bad at doing sequels. What other sequels has he done? Well, he got one sequel, right? Other than Jurassic Park. Crusade. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He did do that one. Okay. Yeah. Has he done any other sequels? Only one. Just Jurassic Park. um, 
Jurassic, yeah, Jurassic Park, Park. Yeah. Lost World, and which I think we just he got done talking two, about. Yeah. yeah, he only did two, which I still think is probably the worst one, mind you. I haven't seen Fallen Kingdom. So, so now that we're now that we're done with the horrors of talking about the crystal skull, which is <laughs> sorry, yeah. I don't know how we got to that. <laughs> that uh, was me. God. That was me. I'm sorry. That's okay, that's all right. That's what we we can all acknowledge it's a horrible movie. It's all right. Except it Alex. can't hurt you. It can't hurt you. It hurt it's me so bad movie. already. <laughs> it can't hurt you anymore. It you can't hurt me because there's nothing left. The crystal skull touched you. <laughs> just just ignore it. Just ignore its existence. <laughs>